sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is... The new number is the end of the iPhone. Hi, this is the Uncomfortable Truth, and I'm talking about, yes, the end of the iPhone. Remember all those automated messages we used to get, just like the ones I played for you here? I hope none of you tuned out. Well, I'm a big believer in the iPhone. It's been here for 10 years. I swear by it. I'm a devotee. I'm an, an habitué. I'm everything you want as an Apple customer. But it's pretty clear to me that even with the 10th anniversary upon us and the new product looming, the iPhone is not here anymore. It's one of the most dramatic, life-altering products in history, ever. Along with the airplane, electricity, the automobile, hell, penicillin. But it was designed as a smartphone. It's actually, though, a transitory product. It is a link between a phone and a human personal assistant, a human aide. It is the fish that finally walked on land and made that transition. It's the reptile, the dinosaur, that became a bird and extended the line down today in a different form. I remember when smartphones were first produced, Motorola owned the industry. Some of you listening to this don't even know what a Motorola is. When I was young, they made record players, but that's a different story. But Motorola owned the business. They kept focusing on the cosmetics. At that time, it was slimmer and smaller, slimmer and smaller. Phones that you could easily lose because they were smaller than the palm of your hand. The Razor, I think they called it, is an especially slim phone. But they didn't focus on usage. Apple focused on usage. Now, as I look at my usage, and you think about yours, most of my usage is email, tracking the financial markets, looking at my flight itineraries and hotel reservations, keeping boarding passes and entry tickets and club memberships, looking at the weather, Googling, doing what you might call research, finding out facts, using Wikipedia, Uber, very big, and so on and so forth. Now, for a lot of people, add to that, of course, texting and keeping your calendar, keeping track of your health, movie reviews, reading books. Also, of course, games, photos, movie taking, social media use, well, I could go on and on. Just think of the music. When I'm in my car now, I play the music that's on my iPhone through the system in the car. And that's what the car is expecting. I don't have to jump through hoops to do that. But a phone? Not so much. I don't make that many calls a day. If you look at most people, their noses are buried in their phones as they're hitting the keyboard. They're texting. They're Instagramming. They're clicking. They're emailing. They're whatever they're doing. They're being a woodpecker. They're not putting the phone to their ears. We are barely acknowledging the rising of a comprehensive personal assistant, which is already embracing things like Alexa and Siri. Alexa, what is an iPhone? iPhone, the mobile telephone made by Apple. 
Thank you, Alexa. Now, you see, I just have to ask my desk-side assistant that. And you can do the same, however, with Siri on your iPhone as you're moving around. In fact, Alexa, I have to whisper, or she turns on, will probably... I don't know that one. See, there you go. Will probably become obsolete because we'll simply use the iPhone to ask all these questions and get our answers in real time from this quote-unquote phone. It gives us directions as we walk, after all. You use Google Maps to walk around a city. Or you can use GPS to drive in your car. It makes a car's GPS redundant, doesn't it? And so, you have this wonderful device that deals with audio and video and text and human scent Human sense? <laughs> you know, scent, I'm not far off, actually. You can order things on an iPhone with your fingerprint. How long before retinal scans? You can process things with a credit card with a little adapter to it. This isn't a phone. It might be able to make calls, but that's an ancillary usage. It just so happens. If you take a good corkscrew, you know that it's used to take cork out of wine, but... Usually they have a little appendage that will open a bottle, but that's not its main function. So what does this mean, the end of the iPhone? Well, it means like um, we're going to have conversations with this thing, like I do with A-L-E-X-A here, so she doesn't wake up. I don't know if you've ever seen a comedy on TV called The Middle. The Middle has a kid in it called Brick, and Brick has this habit of putting his head on his chest and whispering. So if he'll say something like, I have to do my homework, he'll put his head down and say, homework. I love Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Well, we're going to have personal conversations like that with our iPhone, out loud, like we're crazy, like we're psychotic, like we're hearing voices, like we're schizophrenic. We're going to be asking it to make reservations in restaurants as we walk around or on airplanes. We're going to be asking it to search for groceries or have groceries sent to us probably via Amazon drone. We're going to have it do research as we walk around. What's the history of the town I live in? We'll make appointments for us, set up my haircut, set up my manicure. We'll ask it for directions on a regular basis, and we'll ask it for reminders. Don't forget your spouse's birthday. Don't forget dinner tonight is at 6. It'll get gifts for us for those very occasions. It'll make payments, pay the gas bill. It'll make investments for us. Buy Apple stock. It will obviously take dictation. Write a book while you walk. It will provide virtual reality, I'm sure, through some attachment gizmo. And, of course, health monitoring, telehealth. Taking a picture of a mole and sending it to an expert a thousand miles away to see if you just have a freckle or you need to come in for a biopsy. So as we walk and drive and observe and interact, this is our new integral assistant. How much time before it's no longer a separate device? How much time before something is implanted in this? Now, I know it sounds like science fiction, but we're going there. You know, what we're looking at is software for the human computer. And it won't only be spoken commands. As this evolves, it'll be a tilt of the hand. A lot of games you play right now are based on tilting it. It'll be a certain touch in a certain place, just like your fingerprint can order things. 
just like your fingerprint on the screen, changes what's on the screen. It will respond perhaps to warmth. So this means huge productivity and also huge danger. Obviously, right? I'm walking in a hotel in New York in the lobby, Hotel Baccarat yesterday, and I'm heading for the front desk and a woman is walking directly at me with her phone in front of her face, not looking at all where she's going. And as she was within about four feet of me, I said, excuse me, and she suddenly looked up. She had no idea where she was going. If the elevator door was open with no elevator, she would have walked right down the shaft. Goodbye. A guy walking in Providence doesn't see my two-and-a-half-ton car approaching him and simply walks across the street with a hood on his head, staring into his phone. So that's some of the danger I'm talking about. I had to tell a woman in a play. I went to see Hello, Dolly, Second Row Center, Bette Midler, Tony Award winner. And when the curtain comes up, the woman in front of me has her phone out, taking a picture and texting. I leaned over in her ear and I said, put your phone away. And if she didn't, I swear to God, I would have taken it and stomped on it. And so as these become ubiquitous, they can also become abusive. We've overcome the dangers of flight, right? We've overcome most of the dangers of drugs, not all of them. We've overcome most of the dangers in automobiles, not all of them. We've overcome most of the dangers in electricity. Not everybody's getting electrocuted by their Tesla. If you read Razor Girl by Carl Hyacin, you'll find out what I mean. But road deaths from texting, for example, are really not causing carnage. I mean, if you think about it, uh, we don't see cars piling up because of texting. There are accidents, but fewer than driving under the influence, and alcohol's been around a hell of a lot longer. I think the phones will become safer, so there's not so much danger in that, and I think we'll overcome most of the risks, just like we have with those other things. But even with risks, it's coming. Get used to it. This isn't something that can be resisted. This is a tsunami, a natural force. You can't get by without electricity, or cars, or phones, or penicillin, nor with this. There is no choice. The iPhone's gone. Your personal assistant is here, and you can't be like those people who say, well, I don't use email. I don't like to work on the computer. It's like saying you don't want to use the electrical grid. You're going to use this or lose out. It's the uncomfortable truth. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...